Welcome to the Journal of Biophilic Design podcast. Well, welcome. We're joined today uh, by Joanna Tristet. Uh, she's Senior Consultant at Dries and Summer and she creates healthy, user-centric workplaces. Uh, she's worked all over the place in Germany, Japan, China, Spain, and she's now in Switzerland. Um, obviously, that's a lot of different work cultures, so that's, that's a, must have been an interesting uh, period for you. Um, obviously, you're in Switzerland right now. So, um, yeah, Joanna, welcome. Many thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Um, it's really a pleasure. Thanks. Uh, can you tell us a little bit better than I can <laughs> about what you do, uh, maybe, and a little bit about what Dreams Summer does? Thank you. Um, well, as you mentioned, I have really an um, international background. I worked in Japan as a, actually a project manager. I started there. But after that, I feel, well, no, 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 I have to go into really the planning and designing thing. And uh, I moved to Shanghai where really the topic came up. Um, how can we create healthy interior designs, interior environments, especially. Knowing in China, of course, it's like the the, um, the polluted air is a topic and everybody knows it. And even in the indoor, you bring them in. So um, all my American clients, they really wanted to make sure that all their employees have a healthy indoor environment. And that time we did a lot of lead interior, um, commercial interior certifications for that. And it, it was 2010, and it was really, really difficult to find the right materials, which really ensure a healthy indoor air quality. And it was a really interesting phase. And I thought after these five years doing that, we moved to Europe. And I thought, well, it's an old story. Everybody knows about it. Everything's it's, it's done. No. And I came here, and especially in Switzerland, um, on my first construction site, I walked in. I asked the contractor, okay, which kind of glue are you using or what is the furniture? This, are they checked if they have any off-gassing? And I said, I don't know. So I was really surprised that this is still a really unknown topic. So I really got back into that and really focusing on making sure that the indoor environment is really healthy. Yeah. So this is kind of a little bit of background of my focusing on, on that um, indoor and especially sustainable indoor environments. And um, here in Switzerland, I work for Dresden Sommer. Um, it's an international consulting company working in the building and real estate sector with the head office in Germany. And we consult, plan and manage projects for private and public clients and investors, and of course support them in all questions relating to real estate and infrastructure. What we em emphasize every, in every project we undertake on four aspects. It's sustainable, it's digital, it's cost efficient and innovative. Mm -hmm. That's really the, the Dresden Sommer kind of claim. Um, especially I would like to mention in here is the credit to credit team or APR. As an, it's really an innovative partner. It's a daughter company, I think you called it, right? Yeah. For Dresden Sommer. And they are as a really innovative partner for safe and innovative friendly and recyclable industrial products, buildings and urban districts. And we develop their solutions for the circular economy. So you can really bring the products back either in the, to the nature or even in the industry to recycle them and upcycle them, not downcycle them. Mm -hmm. So there's really the, the, the aim for them is not to become less bad 
but to create positive and added value for people and the environment and the business. This is one team and which I really work closely with. And our team um, is the user, re user requirements, user experience team. Mm. We are focusing on really on trying to get the right thing for the client or for the user, what they really need. Because mainly most of the, the projects, especially uh, construction, construction projects, they look at the big picture, but not focusing on the user. And this is really what we, we had in asking the, them the right questions in order to get the right thing for them and plan it for them, which is also a sustainable issue saying, okay, if you have something what the client really and the user need, you don't need to refurbish it or rebuild it or it just um, after five years, it's, it's done. Mm -hmm. So for us, it's not only a sustainable thing, but also for really a user experience to create it for their users. The, the project the inter can be interior or can be a new building as well. It's really good because uh, I obviously I found out about you first <laughs> when mm -hmm. I heard you speak at Workplace Trends um, a couple of months back, and uh, you really spoke biophilically. You really spoke passionately about biophilic design and how it can enhance our workplaces. Um, I mean, can you tell can you tell us a little bit about what biophilic design means to you specifically? Well, biophilic design for me it can be very simple. It can be really just adding greenery into the into the indoor environment it can be even more it can be um having different bringing the nature in as actually this is this is the point and really and giving the the people really a, a feeling of of relaxation mm -hmm. and i see this uh, especially in in office design when i'm walking into most of my clients uh, offices is just really clean mm -hmm. And there's nothing of nature in, inside. Yeah. And I, I know by a couple of um, projects I recently finished and you walk in and you see a little bit of nature, it really relaxes you and relieves you a little bit. And you have the feeling you really the feeling you want to come in into the office. A nice topic for, for, for now, <laughs> having the lockdown. Yeah. Most of my clients are asking, how, how can I get my people back to the office? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's true. It's yeah. It's true. yeah. So really it can, can be simple, it can be really complex and really um, holistic approach. But for me, it's really bringing in the nature. Yeah. Yeah. Into the yeah. Uh, you, in the, during that um, conference, you mentioned um, about plants and you said they're like living machines, which I thought was a really, really cool phrase, actually, for great description. Yeah. Um, Obviously, causes of bad air. I mean, you touched on it earlier, but um, you know things like plywood and glues, carpet, yep. all these things. I mean, let, I mean, we also, obviously we think cigarette smoke and all that kind of thing. But um, you know, they're in nail polishes, but they're actually in paints and and things that you wouldn't even know about. Really, most most people wouldn't realise that things are emitting a kind of gas off them. You know, like formaldehyde or ammonia and benzene and things obviously linked to cancer and you know yep. um lung disease and and sort of um anemia even all sorts of things um i mean for you what what is it about plants and obviously you, you describe them as living machines but uh can you tell us a little bit more about that it's actually a phrase from rafa wallace rafa wallace is the founder of giga giga is the green initiative green action um it's an international organization and they call them living machines because they don't need energy to clean the air. Whereas on the other side, we need the ventilation systems 
and they need energy. Of course, plants need um, a good maintenance. That's always um, an issue. But if you take care of them, if you take really uh, well care, it's uh, it's no problem. Mm -hmm. And they don't need they don't need energy to do it to clean the air and even give us oxygen. Of course, number one, but. On the top of it, they even clean our air. And I think this is one topic with it, in, especially in the indoor um, design, it's really not seen. Mm. Plants are always a decoration thing. And mm. always comes at the last, this last thing. Oh, we need to add some plants, a little bit of green. Then you have like small things floating around here and there, but it's not an, it's decoration, but it's more than decoration. Mm. And they do more. And I think this capability of the plants is totally unseen. Mm. and it has to be more pushed and um, bring into the projects. I mean, my, most of my projects, they were always kicked out because of either their maintenance and maintenance costs, especially. Mm. And uh, the, well, one thing is the mold. They are um, afraid of the mold, but if you yeah, have a good maintenance, yeah. it's a problem. So and I think quite, they need yeah. to be added by far more and see the capabilities of them. Yeah, and it's great because also you mentioned as well the NASA NASA study in the presentation, um, which yeah. I've touched on in a, in a previous podcast uh, with Skogloft. Um, but um, obviously, they show that plants living in a confined space—sorry, uh, people living in a confined confined space for a, a long period of time, obviously being in space capsules and and um, you know in the International Space Station that um, the plants obviously have a positive effect on us, obviously not just the sort of um, cognitive, you know, the, the, the visual kind of aspect, but also the air quality. Um, I mean, obviously one of the, you know, some of the, the negative, you know, the sort of positives and negatives, I mean, it's obviously cognitive function is a, is a big thing, isn't it? But in that NASA study, actually, you mentioned mold. One of the things, it might be worth having a revisit of that because I, I want to have a look at it again, but they mentioned as well that, the, that it's actually the root system and the, the things that are going through the soil that actually mm -hmm. have a beneficial effect. So people yeah. moan about the mold, actually, it could be like, well, actually <laughs> there is a positive effect. There's a hummus, the humus coming up, coming off it, you know, so. Yeah. This is really an interesting uh, part that um, really scientific studies show the NASA does it. And as well as uh, um, in the US, a couple of studies going on and they really prove that actually the roots are the, the workhorse on cleaning air. So um, not, not the plants, not the leaves, which are looking out what you can see, but really the roots are, are the ones which are cleaning faster the air than the leaves. So there are really interesting innovations coming up, pushing air through the root system and then um, coming out really clean air. And it's, just, it's really something to look at. And um, well, they also try not even using just simple soil, but other um, components to really increase even this capability of cleaning the air by roots. So, and I think it really we really need to look at this by far more and really implementing it in, into the space. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I mean, and some plants have a better are better at it than others, aren't they? Really, this is exactly on the top of it. We have like different species and different species of the plants um, can clean other chemicals than the others. Mm -hmm. And even faster or lower, but some well mainly it, they they have a couple of uh, researches going on where it's like um, depending on the the soil or the substance you have, it is faster or not faster, and not by the species, but different species can clean different um, chemicals out of uh, out of the air. For example, the I think the ivy, for example, can clean from aldehyde perfectly, 
purify um, the air by, by formaldehyde. Others are better for benzene and so on. So it's really, it's a really interesting topic. Yeah, oh, yeah. I've, um, innovations I, are coming up, so really we need to watch out for new things and not just with the green walls. Everybody's complaining about green walls. Not complaining, but this is, is a trend. And some people don't say, well, no, green wall is not really nature. And there are problems with the maintenance and so on. But there are things coming up. Yeah. Pushing these living machines by much faster than these uh, ventilation systems we can bring in mm-hmm. to the building. Yeah, exactly. And they look a lot better than a ventilation system, let's be honest. And they don't make as much. (laughs) Yeah, as you mentioned, they even have a, well, the the things of biophilic design that they have a positive effect on us. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, how do you, obviously, biophilic design you use in your your projects. I mean, can you tell us um, something maybe and give us an example of where you've used it? Maybe what what the issues were and how you use biophilic design to to enhance it and make a change and what the results yeah. were maybe? Yeah, I wouldn't say it's a biophilic design. It just really, um, in one project, I added a green wall. Yeah. And um, the first time I presented it to the client, I, I thought he would just uh, delete it immediately out of the design, but he loved it. And it's a, it's a green wall connecting two floors. Uh-huh. It's coming from the cafeteria going up to the, to the second floor. Yeah. And the people in there really loved it. And they really say it's their green lung of their office. And uh, they really like to meet there, to, to not even just greet, eat, but just agree to talk, to even work there close to the green wall. So it has a really, really nice effect on it. And I was really, really surprised about that. Not about surprised in one hand, but it's, it really comes a positive effect on that. Yeah. And the other project I recently just finished is um, I, we added um, wooden flooring really nice oak flooring and wooden furniture, wooden tabletops, actually. Mm. And you just walk in and you feel really, really comfortable. Mm. Yeah. And it has, it has a very nice effect. And we just have some black framed glass walls and that's it. You don't need much to do. A couple of green greeneries, yes. But it has, you walk in and you feel really comfortable. And I really thought about, I really would love to work there. <laughs> and it's, it's a really nice, um, just a feeling, is it? Yeah. You know, by simple things, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's true, isn't it? Just, I mean, wood is very tactile. It's warm um, and it's got character, isn't it? I think that's it. It's mm-hmm. got character. As well, is it also the, the touchy, uh, of course, the, the haptic, is it? Yeah. But it makes it, uh, yeah, a real difference. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, yeah. like, it's nature. Nature's nothing. Nothing is like, um, like you say, like you mentioned before, like sort of clinically clean and and harsh and sort of bland. It's got it's got character. It's got knobs on and wiggly yeah. bits, and you know, it's character. It makes us smile. It makes us happy. And you know, as people have said, it brings us joy. It brings us that, yeah. that feeling inside us. You know that we really need, especially now. You know, and uh, <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> yeah, and really important is that it's not um, well. As I said, the plants are most of the time just decoration. Mm. And when you walk into the office, it's just like you have small plants sitting somewhere yeah. all around. So you don't really notice them. It's just mm-hmm. small pots. Yeah. But you need, you need to make it big <laughs> to have it. And not just small pots here and there. It has to be a big thing all together in one corner and then it is nice. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. But as I said, this doesn't, doesn't need to be much. It can be really simple, but big. And then yeah. it's, it's nice and has yeah, that yeah. effect. 
lovely. Yeah, it's just like having a big sculpture in a in a you know years ago, like in the sixties or whatever, they'd go and buy a big sculpture and shove it in their hallway, you know, in the sort of reception area, you know, sort of stick a big tree in it. Everybody has to walk around, you know, and sort of waterfall, you know, with a big sort of <laughs> real impact sort of statement. And also, I mean, especially like you said, trying to get people to get back to the workplace and make it homely for people. You Correct. Yeah, yeah. You people in their homes generally have plants, or they might have herbs on their windowsill, or They've got a garden or they've got an outdoor space or they're getting obviously most more people are getting out in nature so you know off, office you know business owners that are listening um you know looking for to work with an interior designer you know but you have to have that vision of well okay we can make it more attractive for workers to come back um yeah yeah well even just changing for example the tabletop um materials which normally you pick white right just make it uh, wooden looking even it's wooden looking this is another thing it's like as a designer interior designer it's like oh this kind of fake thing no please don't um but i learned even well if these kind of um, tabletops is still okay right you have this laminate which is like wooden looking even this helps to even to relax your eyes and um, it relieves you but much better than having this uh, white tabletops Mm -hmm. simple and not costly at all yeah. So, yeah this is a thing really i learned from biophilic it's even just a, the image yeah. even they look like uh, wood for example even i had problems ever would say if you ask me okay the wooden looking floor i would Ooh, and this kind of vinyl or whatever i would rather say mm, no but it, yes it helps yeah. <laughs> even just the look makes it um make us feel comfortable and more kind of even and then as well as uh, productive definitely. yeah yeah exactly and you mentioned you um you recently you installed you know you put in a, a large like we do kind mm -hmm. of these big sort of you know walk-in you know large-scale um images like mm -hmm. a sort of landscape or yeah 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 i just I'm, I'm doing right now a project with a huge um print on a glass wall with big leaves yeah it has a very, very interesting and, and positive effect on the whole space yeah. Right? Yeah. when you walk. Yeah. Yeah, it becomes a feature, doesn't it, really? Yeah, you know. It is, a, is, it, is it a feature? Is it really a thing you want to look at? <laughs> and you notice? Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. As you say, you know, it's all the different ways of doing it. You know, you can bring plants in, obviously, which is great for purifying the air, so there's that benefit. But, you know, for whatever reason, if you, you know, if you have an interior, you need to cut, you know, obviously people are trying to divide things up, but printing on see-through materials like glass or acrylic or whatever else it's going to be um yeah you know images, yeah. simulations of nature simulation nature yeah. simulations. kind of yeah simulated just simulated it's it's already um makes yeah. it yeah yeah exactly um i mean is there anything else that you'd you'd like to add about biophilic design in particular no, for me, it's really the, well, as, as we just talked about, like, you know, um, even it's just the image, but the, the, really, the real topic to have a healthy indoor environment is really the indoor air, the indoor air and the quality, how to control it and how to maintain it. It's really an, uh, it's not a new topic, but it's really um, not the public, the public awareness is still not there. Yeah. If I if I talk to my clients and I say, well, we really you need to take care of what you bring in into your space. Check all the materials and check what is your uh, how the ventilation system works. Does it work well and so on? They always say, yeah, 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 it's okay. But interestingly, when I uh, when we do surveys, 
we most of the time we do before we start with the project, we do a survey how they feel now in the office and then afterwards. And if you ask them, really, the first question is, or the first answer is really the, the indoor environment is bad. Mm -hmm. It's not enough air, or it's too dry, or it's, uh, it's too cold, it's too warm. Constantly, really, the first uh, answer is that, that the indoor environment is not right. So I'm wondering how, is it, is it really the building systems? They don't work well, mm -hmm. or we, need, we definitely, apparently, we really, really need to improve them. Mm -hmm. And then, when I really finish most of the, the meetings with the client, I see I go to the basement and see they have five stories underground parking lots, and it's like amazing. They spend a lot of a lot of money on that, but not on a really good um, ventilation system or the indoor air, yeah. uh, indoor environment system. So. Yeah. This is really a thing that makes me sometimes really angry. It's like, come on, you can spend a lot of money for your parking lots, basements, yeah. Yeah. but you don't take care of the indoor environment. It's a pity. And you drive to you with your private car to the office. Say, well, have a nice indoor environment. Yeah. So this is really one thing that makes me a little bit angry most of the time when I walk into these kind of buildings. We really, yes. really need to improve it with the living machines or with the ventilation system or with the, with the right with the right system. Actually, it's of course in my both things need to work together. Mm -hmm. It can be even manual, but it has to be right and it has to be controlled so the people know how to use it. You, you need to know when to open the window, when they need to know when, when they need to need, need fresh air. If you can open the window, of course, if you're the lucky one in the right um, have the outdoor the right outdoor quality. Outdoor air quality will be can use that as well. Because yeah. I read as well that you're um there's a reset which is an international standard for air quality and you're accredited. Yes. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So the reset is um a very interesting really certification. They are looking into indoor as well as in the ventilation systems of the buildings, and they say okay you need to measure it. You have to place a monitor in there and you have to continuously measure it. Because this one spot um, testing of indoor air quality, which are requested by most of these um, buildings, sustainable building uh, certifications, is one spot. And you can do it and you can really do everything to make the indoor air clean when you do the tests. Mm -hmm. As soon as you close all the windows and you start with the regular um, ventilation systems, the VOCs or the pollution of the indoor air quality goes up. Okay. So the key is really, reset asks you to measure what is in the building happening and you have to react on it. And as soon as you're over the limits, especially on uh, the indoor air quality of VOCs or formaldehyde mm -hmm. and particle matters, you have to do something. If you don't do that, you, you, get, you don't get this uh, certification anymore. So it's really a long lasting um, certification. It, does, it really shows how the building lives, not that you are just finished the, finish the construction and that's it, and it go. Mm -hmm. It has to be really continuously monitoring and this is really key for them. That's why I'm really um, insisting on the reset more than on the other um, certifications because the, the other certifications, you get a list of things you have to follow. Yeah? You have to do this, you have to do that, and don't do this. And it's sometimes easy, sometimes really hard to follow them, but reset is no. How you do it, it's your way. You need to just to make sure that the result is the right one. Okay. And we measure it and we check it. Mm -hmm. yeah. It makes sense, really. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. You of course, you have to take care of it, do it right. And you need a consultant to do that, right? Yes. 
But in, in, we say as Dresden Sommer, uh, you have to find your priority as well. Sustainable or healthy. Is it more uh, you want to okay, look for the water consumption or the energy consumption, or is it more really the healthy healthiness uh, for the users in the building? You make your priorities and set it up then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's good. Then, it, then the, the onus is on the business owner, isn't it? But I suppose really, I mean, you, you, would, you would sort of think that both, you know, there would somehow you'd be able to manage the two things, but having a healthy workforce means that they're more productive, that they're not going to be sick and it's not going to cost you money and they're going to want to come to work, which means retraining, all that kind of stuff, recruitment, HR issues, all that sort of thing is going to save you money in the end so you may as well spend it on both things she would say well def- definitely if you if you talk about healthy indoor environment especially in offices it's, uh, of course the sick leave yeah yeah you have less leaves mm. yeah it's, it's the money it's really at the end the product productivity of the people and the sick leaves yeah yeah, yeah exactly well that's uh so more and more people embrace uh, biophilic design and and also and also bringing more plants these uh, these lovely living living machines yes um, Yeah, just just really kind of a final fantasy question, really. Um, If you could paint the world or workplaces with, you know, a biophilic or a brush of biophilia, what what would they look like? What would what would the ideal kind of office look like? What would the world look like? It's an interesting question. I thought about it and I thought it would be really nice. A project I would love to do, right, is (laughs) having really um, different natural feelings like for example one room would be totally like blue like the sea have a fresh environment maybe with a kind of lemon colors but fresh and watery because you need something because at the moment you throw your tired and you need a kind of different environment and it's like a nature of water and then the other space is more calm like um, wooden brown, green, like of settled colors, yeah. where you feel maybe in, in the, you're in the mood or maybe you need to concentrate or something, you really need something more homey or you feel more comfortable environment. And then there's maybe another another room or another space where you have a lot of colors like the, the autumn brings and you need kind of inspiration, but everything is re- somehow kind of really related to the nature, even to the different um spring autumn summer winter themes or even is it um yeah the sea or is it uh the the mountains just bring really different um environments where you feel and you can choose the the settings as you need it by your day some days you're tired you just need something to tuck away and you have more calm colors or sometimes you really feel really vibrant and inspirational and you want to walk into the autumn and a lot of colors something that would be really one project i would love to do yeah thank you for listening to the journal of biophilic design podcast